How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host, Noel Teal. I am here and raring to go. You know it's like a weird year. What? When the the Masters are being played in November. It's so weird. It is really weird. I'm literally, the they teed off at like 7-something this morning, and within three minutes, they had a weather delay. <laughs> and they have to like, you know, I don't even know if they got it all in because of darkness. Yeah. So... What what a better start to, you know, golf's biggest tournament than a we, 2020 start. We get to talk about golf today, don't we? You get your little minute of, you yeah. get your, your minute of, Noel's minute of golf. Noel's minute of golf. Oh, I like that segment. Yeah. Um, but we also have to talk about some NBA craziness, uh, specifically with the Rockets. Mm. Some, you know, there is, like Houston, we have a problem because <laughs> stuff is going, you know, the franchise is, is going, it's going crazy right Did now. you make that up yourself? I did make that up myself. Nice. We have awards from the MB- MLB. Mm-hmm. We have uh, several players dealing with COVID or COVID-esque. Yes. We got a lot to talk about. And we also got to get our picks for week 10 of the NFL. And and the Cowboys are on a bye. What a beautiful week. A beautiful week where we cannot lose. We might, though. <laughs> we might. It's <laughs> possible. But we got a big show. Let's get into it. Let's run it. Let's get into our news and what's going on in sports this week. We'll give you the Minute of Golf segment. Yeah. All right, everybody. So the Masters started today. uh, A little delayed from its its typical March-April time frame to now November 12th through November 15th at the beautiful Augusta National. And everybody's playing, so it's awesome. And I can't wait because they're going to probably try to get the fourth round, final round in Sunday morning before at least mostly before football and because it gets dark early. But all the players are playing. DeChambeau had a rough, rough start. Uh, He's at minus two, five behind Paul Casey, who just balled out today. 65, seven under. That's unbelievable. And I'm so excited. Tiger Woods is three shots back. He actually put up a four under on day one. So that's always good for Tiger because he typically plays much better down the stretch and gets off to crappy starts. So I'm excited. I'll be watching this weekend. I will definitely be watching on Sunday, especially with the Cowboys not having to play this week. So there's my one-minute update, and I'm very, very excited. Did, I, I'm assuming you practiced that because that was exactly a minute. Did you did you get that all in? No, really? Was that a minute? That was a minute. Hey, see? So, yeah, that that's it. I'm, I, I look for Tiger Woods, DeChambeau, and that is about it because those are my two favorites. And they had one had an underperforming day, and Tiger had an actual pretty good day. Yeah. So that that is the Masters in November. But let's get into some NBA news. We talked last episode with the draft coming up about the draft class being just nothing, nothing hyped up about as last year. You know, some a lot of uncertainty. More rumors this week on, you know, are are the top guys trying to trade out the Golden States, the Timberwolves. And are some guys in the in the mid to early mid trying to trade up to get some of those those top guys? If if uh oh my god, I just 
drew a blank on who picks first. Uh, Timberwolves. Yeah, thank you. If the Timberwolves do not take LaMelo Ball, or mm-hmm. if they do take LaMelo Ball, I will bet a million dollars that Wiseman goes to the Golden State uh, Warriors in number two. A yeah, million dollars. But it's, look, it, it's, there's arguments, like we said, there's arguments to be made for Golden State. They have a NBA championship caliber team. They, you think? They, they have, but that's what I'm saying. Do they need a a number two draft pick or yes. can they can they trade back with a team that probably needs it more get more nba ready players because you know do they need to develop a wiseman who we don't even know because he was he, he is a great prospect but he played two games of college basketball you know do we i understand know? that but you you also forget they traded for andrew wiggins yeah right so this team is but, but loaded if with- also will he be on the team like like they yes. they they had D'Angelo Russell for a good you know twenty five games. He I, was he was right out the door. I think they will. Um, I'm I'm just a believer. They need because I don't think Wiggins really fits in that offense anyway. Oh, he he plays small ball. I mean, he he can shoot. He can drive to the basket. I I he's an he's, unselfish he's, player. He he has not improved very much since you know he, he was played drafted. for Minnesota. He also played. I mean, like he's just, he hasn't been on good teams. You know, so put him with some stars, he'll be just fine. And Wiseman will clog up the middle, and he'll be the person they need to guard the rim. I'm right. telling you, it's a it's a no brainer. So we talked about the draft last last episode, but some free agency trades. You know, all these rumors piling in because the draft's in under a week now. Yep. And then free agency starts a couple days after. So there's already you know. Brian Windhorst and all the guys Shams and and Woj are are tweeting every day on on all these rumors. Uh, you got you got guys. Let's start with some names that are just being thrown out there. Okay. Chris Paul, yep, is being thrown out there. Yeah, he's going to trade. He is uh, for sure going to be traded. I'm I'm uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. You know the Suns have been interested. Is that a is that a fit where you know Devin Booker can get a, a fellow point guard with him? But is that going to be Chris Paul playing backup point guard, or they're going to put both of them in the back? No, they will. They, they in, in the Booker, backcourt. Like, Booker is the two. But did that work in Houston when Paul and Harden tried to share the backcourt? Mm-hmm. Didn't really work then. Paul, Chris Paul needs to be the number one guy. Right, but but at this stage in his career, Chris Paul, there, there's not a team that Chris Paul is going to go to that he, you know, he doesn't want. I don't think he wants to be the number one guy. He, he you know, he needs to be on a. A team as as much as OKC had a, a Cinderella story with being good last year. Yeah, does he want to be another year where they're the eighth seed, the ninth seed? Like he wants to go to a team. I think a great fit could honestly be Dallas. Dallas could be a really good fit. You add a, a third star to Luca and to, to Porzingis. Mm-hmm. The only thing that that gets me a little I'm not sure about is Luca is you know a great point guard because he can play point guard shooting guard small forward power like he can play all the positions he also averages like 40 something minutes a game correct. he never comes off the court correct but it, is there a way where you could maybe say chris paul you know you're not going to bring bringing up the ball every play or or is it is it something where luca strictly goes to small forward shooting guard i, I don't know i think it i think it would be very interesting and it would actually elevate i think it would elevate the Mavericks to to really compete in the West because right now they're a good team. There's just too many better teams in the West. Chris Paul should go to the 76ers and they should get rid of Ben Simmons and match him up with uh, with Embiid. Yeah, that would be amazing. I think that would make more sense. Well, another guy in the news. We said we would you know we teased it in the intro. Let's get to the Rockets and let's oh, start with Westbrook. They're all crying like little freaking babies. Let, let's talk. So so the 
the overhaul with the you know the GM and and the coach and with D'Antoni mm-hmm. and Daryl Morey, there's just there's been some you know the the stars are not happy with Westbrook and Harden. They 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 don't like the what the franchise is kind of changing into. Uh, I'm I'm sh- they both like the coach. Harden loved D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. Uh, they the 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 owner and then the franchise as a whole thought they needed a change, which probably they did because they weren't getting any better. Yep. And now you have have a duo that was pretty good. You know, there the all the all the issues with the off season where were they going to get enough shots up? Were they going to have g- good chemistry? Yeah. Th- there was no issues. Were they the? Were, did they? You know. Were they better than anyone expected? No, they weren't. Could you, can you, I can see Russell Westbrook getting traded to the Knicks. They can afford his contract. He would love being a star in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, let him kind of you know, develop a team around him. Mm-hmm. I, I think that one would make sense. Like, put him somewhere like that. I think I, the I Knicks are, are destined to get a player like a Chris Paul and a Westbrook that are on absurd contracts. Yeah. That they, they just got to get because they need a star in New York. Like, they, 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 do. they just need one. You know, at some point, nobody's going to come watch them anymore. Or it's going to be Fred Van Fleet, who's a top free agent this year, and they might throw him, and like they may even throw him a max contract. That's how desperate the Knicks are for you know some someone I good. I, and I love Fred Van Fleet, but mm-hmm. he is not bringing butts in the seat. No, so that's true. But but back when you if you said Chris Paul to the 76ers, I actually think Westbrook, because if if I'm the 76ers GM, I don't think the franchise the 76ers franchise really wants to trade Ben Simmons I don't believe it I, I agree with you as a as an NBA fan and and watching yep. Ben Simmons I've never been a Ben Simmons fan yep. and I think their the best interest for the team is to get rid of Ben Simmons and if you can get Ben Simmons for a Westbrook you know some other pieces in there I don't know how they'd have to even it out yep but if you can get Russell Westbrook with Joel Embiid, that is, I I think you're you're can, upgrading severely. Can Philly afford 132 million dollars over the next like three years? They would have to. Maybe you got to throw Horford in there to unload his bad contract. And does anybody want Horford? He's 107 Look, years old. This this is the thing about the NBA. Yeah, it's not like the the NFL. You know, it's 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 not like yeah the expiring like contracts are great and you can get Look, rid of them off the books. The NBA it always works. Yeah. It always works. There's the even if you know there there's guys on that have everybody's getting paid a max contract. They always make it work somehow. You know, there's always ways to get around the the cap and the you know mid level exceptions and yeah. all of that. There, there's all types of stuff where they get around. So they they would make it work. You yeah. know, if Philly was trying to get and were interested in Westbrook. I think they would make it work. But I really believe that Westbrook needs to go to a team that has that that doesn't have another dominant guard. Yeah. I think he needs to be the dominant guard and a great center like Embiid would complement him great. That that's what I truly believe. I just hope he doesn't go to the Lakers. I don't I don't why would the I don't understand why the Lakers would do that. Because the Lakers want to win as many titles as possible, so LeBron can catch but then, Michael Jordan. But, but okay, when you're talking about you know contracts, mm-hmm. can they afford that? Because they're gonna AD is gonna get the max. LeBron's already at a max. Like like there's there's levels to you know having max contracts. Can you? I don't even know if you can. Inf- like there's probably you know if they wanted to go above the luxury tax, I'm sure they could do it. Like we said, there's ways to get around sure. it. Sure, sure. But I don't know if that makes a, a whole lot of sense. 
Uh, I'm kind of well, skeptical on that. Here's the good news. Mm-hmm. we got to get through the draft first. Right. Because the draft's going to answer a lot of needs for teams. Correct. Especially in the first 10 picks. Mm-hmm. There's some good players. I know we, we don't talk about them as not like the splashy Zions, but there's some very good players yes. in the top 10. And if you fill your needs that way, it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier than paying these guys a billion dollars. Because you also got Harden on the, on the other Harden's end. Harden's not going it. anywhere. He's not going anywhere. His contract is insane. He's not going anywhere. He's the face of that team. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that, that he would go anywhere either. But there, there's, there's all. It's amazing mm-hmm. throughout the day the amount of tweets and the amount of rumors that go around for every team. Is it also because you're insane and your phone rings and yes. the notifications every one point three seconds? The amount of notifications from these these rumors. And do you know how many notifications I got today? How many? None. Wow. <laughs> really stand up to date with that that sports news hey i know as much as you do big dog and one other guy that that's been thrown around there for the magic the magic are kind of in a we had to talk about the magic okay fine uh aaron gordon has been thrown around in, in rumors he will be traded uh they the magic want to move up in the draft like i said they're a mid they got the 15th pick they want to move up kind of in that lottery late lottery kind of pick yep aaron gordon that is your only chip that could get you there Right, he's the only, he is the only chip, and maybe Vucevic, but I don't see. We're not trading Vucevic. I don't. I don't see them trading him. No. But I believe that that Aaron Gordon on the right team. I believe Aaron Gordon's already very good. Like like Aaron Gordon, the last two seasons has developed into a very good player. Yes. And I believe that on a team like maybe a Golden State, like like I don't think that. A Gordon and the 15th pick and move you up to, to two. Like, obviously, that won't get no. you there. No, obviously, that won't get you there. Throw in, I don't know, a future pick. And, you know, it's, there's a way that you can get there. Do the, do the like I said, do, does Golden State want a proven talent? Like, like Aaron Gordon is a proven athletic talent. Sure. But Aaron Gordon is not what Golden State needs. Golden State needs Golden, a center. Yes, they need a center. But Golden State can also throw unless they're Aaron throwing Gordon. Wiggins back it doesn't make any sense I'm 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 looking for they, they also like to play Draymond Green at, at the five I understand that but they also you know aren't winning titles with Draymond Green at the five they, they need athletic big men yes and and if they don't I'm saying if they don't want to draft a guy and develop James Wiseman go after a guy that's already proven and okay. that and that that is a that is a rumor that You're, Golden State is talking about. Do they want to develop a guy when they're trying to go win a championship this listen, year? Listen, especially they, with if no, they no wanna, summer league. If they want to give us, if they want to give us a number two pick for uh, Gordon and a bag of cheese, I am all in, all in. I'm not. I'm, I'm, not sign, I'm it, signing off on the and deal. And I'm not saying it just right has now. to be the Warriors. You know, there's teams Charlotte and then the Wizards are up there. It could be any team Great. that's trying to trade out. Get me a top three pick for Gordon, and I'm signing off on it. All right. And we'll keep you updated uh, throughout the next couple weeks. With can we just make a quick thing? Because I know you you don't like baseball, mm-hmm. but MLB awards came out. Right. Cy Young to Bieber and Bauer, who mm-hmm. were both deserving, even though Degrom didn't get any votes, which was a little upsetting. Mm-hmm. And by far, two of the best players um, won MVPs: Jose Abreu in the AL mm-hmm. and Freddie Freeman on the NL. The only person in the NL that kind of may have gotten screwed was Tatis, but mm-hmm. but. Good on the, the the awards. They were right on pretty much, and uh, you know I know you were going to talk but, about. But it that's the thing with with baseball is it's amazing to me how baseball, like I was saying earlier to you, baseball has just turned so irrelevant. Like like it's, I'll I'll show I'll share I'll sh- I will share a story. Okay. I 
I, 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 like you said, I get the alerts and I know news right when uh, someone tweets it, you know, yep. like, like a bunch of other people. I found out yesterday that Kyle Lewis won rookie of the year. Yep. For the, for the, the AL. For the AL. Yep. On Seattle. That news came out, I believe Monday or Tuesday, like morning or midday. Okay. And I found that out yesterday. I just somehow it came up on my feed and it was like your AL rookie of the year. And it was announced on Monday or Tuesday. Like, that's how irrelevant baseball is. A Rookie of the Year award in, in the NFL or the NBA, that, that is someone that, that's a, okay. an award show that people watch. I get it. I get it. But what's more amazing is you were collecting every Kyle Lewis rookie card, mm-hmm. you know, two months ago you could get your hands on, sold them all before he was rookie year because you didn't think he was going to win rookie and year. baseball is, no, I thought he would win rookie of the year, but baseball is so relevant that the the, the market for, for so you, baseball cards are, are so, irrelevant. So you're only buying football and basketball. Basketball right now. Basketball. Okay, got it. Basketball season is 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 almost here, and like I said, we will keep you updated, pre-draft, after draft, and then we'll make some fans or some free agency predictions and maybe some trade predictions down the line. But right now we got Week Ten NFL. Don't think it went away just because NBA is coming back. The NFL season is coming down to the wire. Yep. We got Week Ten to talk about and make our picks, but first a word from our sponsor. Back from the break, let's get into our Week 10 picks, and we'll give you our start and sit for fantasy. As always, uh, last week we had Griff on, so we kind of got away from our weekly locks, where I lead one nothing. You are up in, one nothing In the Sports Appeal lock of the week. Lost by a point and a half. But we are back this week, and we're going to go with our locks to start I'm going the segment off. You go first with your lock. All right. So, I was talking about the Steelers being the most complete team, the greatest team. They're going to sweep everybody, kill everybody, and the whole nine Not yards. again. You can't. How many times can you pick this damn team? This oh, year? watch this. My lock of the week. Mm. Give me the Bengals mm. and Joe Tiger Burrow. Mm. Plus seven and a half. Mm. I'm taking the extra hook. Seven and a half, they are going to cover. I don't know if they're going to win, but they're definitely going to cover. Mm. I just, love Cincinnati this week. Cincinnati is. Just, I may actually call for the outright win. Cincinnati is outmatched in that game. Uh, you can have you. You can be zero and two. That I mean, whatever. That, now, did you see the news about Ben Roethlisberger going on the COVID list? I did. So he, what happens if he doesn't play and Mason Rudolph plays? He's gonna play. He'll okay. find. A, he he played with a swollen knee last week. He's, he'll play this week. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go with a much easier lock for this week. Yeah, and it's the Green Bay Packers over the Jaguars, uh, favored by thirteen. They they might win this game by thirty. Wow, the the Jaguars are terrible. They are terrible, and and their only chance, you know, a, a, someone in this game is could be James Robinson. He could have a very good week because just how bad the the rush defense is. Yeah, but the problem with with the Packers is they get off to such a hot start. And when Devonta Adams has three touchdowns and a twenty-one nothing, mm-hmm. they you can't run the ball. So so what do you do then? You try to pass. Well, they've actually had a decent pass defense, and you now have Jake Luton, who I'm assuming is going to get his second straight start because mm-hmm. I don't believe Minshew is healthy enough, and I don't think they would go back to Minshew because Luton played better than Minshew has all season. Right. So I believe that that the Packers just get off to hot starts, just better than probably any team in the in the league 
and they're they're going to get off to another hot start. And the Jaguars' only good player is James Robinson so far on the offense and their running game, and they're not going to be able to run the football. It'll be so, so an you were, easy 20, so you 15, weren't, 20 point. So you line. weren't impressed with, with Luton last week? I was. He was airing it out to your boy DJ Chark. Right. He was throwing the ball over. He threw over 300 right. yards. They also played the Houston Texans, so that was okay. a way easier match. I, well, are you telling me the Packers have the greatest defense in the world? They have a, a mid Pass defense. Mid. Yes. Besides J.R. Uh, Alexander, uh, mm-hmm. no one else can cover anybody. Yes, but a much better pass rush. Look, I'm telling you, they're they're outmatched in this do, game. Do you they're know the, do they're you know, the second worst team in the league. Do you know that the Packers in the last four games are averaging 25 points? Mm-hmm. So that means that if you're going to win by 20, you're, you're holding Jacksonville to five. They're going to score more than 25 points, okay. I guarantee you. They right. scored 30, what, on the 37 last week? 34. 34 on the on San Fran. They'll yeah. easily score 40 on the Jacksonville okay. Jaguars. All right. That's our locks of the week. Let's get into the games, though. Yeah. Tonight we have a good one. the Colts versus the Titans. It's and a- when you hear this, obviously, Thursday night, game will be over. Game will be over. So Hasn't started yet, so we don't know. have any inside Yeah, scoop. no insight right now, but I think it's... I think that, you know, it's crazy about the line, actually. It started with Tennessee was about favored by three, yeah. and it's moved all the way to the Colts favored by one it's up till the start. How is that possible? I'm not sure, and I don't really know how it's possible. I, I believe Tennessee is going to win this game pretty and, easy. And Tennessee is at home, so why why would the Colts be favored in this game? I'm not sure. I, I t- Indiana has, has been... They even kept it close last week and didn't play good against, against Baltimore just because the defense is mm-hmm. that good. But F- Phillip Rivers, like, has just been pathetic like he like he needs to retire like like this gotta be his last year it, it gotta has, be. it has to be yeah I, he is not playing well they have no wide receivers i mean when zach pascal is your best wide receiver and he averages like 37 yards a game like he he basically just dumps it to the running backs mm-hmm. the i mean all the running backs are, are fantasy football plays every week mm-hmm. i mean you could go three four deep i mean you can go down to Himes and mm-hmm. uh what's his name and uh wilkins. and wilkins i mean you're you're dealing with a team that has no aerial game no long passing game mm-hmm. and Tannehill's playing out of his mind this year and derrick henry the only reason he got stuffed last week is he played a top two three defense the colts have come off of being the top five defense the last few weeks mm-hmm. you know so uh, in terms of rushing yards you know the colts are 22nd yeah 22nd in in rushing and again on the uh points against i mean i'm sorry not points against in uh points per game they're they're 15th on defense yeah so derrick henry can go and have some some success tonight yeah i mean tennessee's winning this game here, here's the thing tennessee's gonna win this game but but tennessee has has the people you know they don't have many questionable starts on for fantasy yeah. so i'm gonna go to indiana's side and i actually like zach pascal tonight why i do like zach pascal because T.Y. Hilton is nowhere to be found. Is he even still play? Their only way they're going to win this game, yeah. because Jonathan Taylor has absolutely been terrible this year. Yeah. He has not been what anyone thought that he would be. No. So I think they got to throw the ball, and I believe that Tennessee's defense is very... It's it's literally like the middle of the pack. It mm-hmm. is very middle of the pack, just like kind of like Green Bay's, like we were talking about. And I think Zach Pascal, if they're going to throw the ball, he's got to get something going. He's got to get something going. If if Phillip Rivers is going to have success, he has to complete more passes to his own team than the other team. So I'm going to make a bold prediction that Corey Davis emerges as the top wide receiver in this game because I have him in both leagues, my two big money leagues, and I'm putting him on the bench this week because so many of my starters are back and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I can't get I can't get him in the lineup. Mm -hmm. So watch him go off because that's probably and his brother did pass away 
the other day. Last week. No, I believe it was yesterday. Oh, was it or, yesterday? Or, or two days ago when okay. you were listening to this. Yeah. But it was it was this week, so he's probably going to be playing hard for his brother. Hard for his brother. I could see him having a good game as well. All right, let's go to Sunday. Uh, first game on Sunday, Texans-Browns. You know where I'm going. I will not pick the Texans this year. They were close to the Jaguars, which I had the Jaguars in my upset last week. Browns are going to win this game easily. Nick Chubb's back. That is all it's going to take. They're going to run pass all over Houston's defense. And actually, um, some guy that has underperformed a lot this year, Mm -hmm. Jarvis Landry is a must-start flex this week. I believe that he can go in and he can dominate the Texans' terrible pass defense. I'm taking the Texans. I I am taking what the What te- shows you that the what, Texans What can shows win this me game. is that I think Cleveland is the most overrated team. I believe they're overrated as well. And I think that this is going to be a 35-31 type of game. And Deshaun Watson, I mean, you you dog on this guy all the time and and I get it, all right? But let me They're th- the third worst team in the league. Yes, they're the third worst team in the league, okay? He's averaging 297 yards mm-hmm. a game. He's completing 68% of his passes. He has 17 TDs to five interceptions, and they have the number five passing offense in the league. And what's their record? I don't give a shit about their record. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the Cleveland Browns will not be able to stop Houston, mm-hmm. and the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield has been playing awful. Now, Nick Chubb coming back gives them a major boost. But I don't think their passing game without OBJ is any fear to anyone. When your best receiver right now is Harrison Bryant, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not stoking fear much anywhere. So I think the Texans have a very legitimate shot of winning this game. I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll be close in the end. But a do, player... do you know the Texans have won the last five games against the Browns? Because the Browns have been <laughs> terrible. I don't. I, who cares the spread about the is three year? and a half, and you're like making it out like it's going to be a blowout. It'll be a double-digit win oh, for the Browns. Stop it. Um, the a waiver player that I'm picking up in a lot of a lot of leagues is Duke Johnson. David Johnson out with a concussion, yep. maybe for several weeks. N- you know, not sure right now. But Duke Johnson, you got to remember, he was on the Browns, yep. and he was the dump off guy. This is a perfect PPR r- wide receiver because if you got guys like James White and McCaffrey who's out with another injury, you know James White has not panned out as the player he's been in the last three years. Yep. This guy can come in, Duke Johnson. And my other guy that I'll, I'll talk about in a little on the Redskins, another running back. These are PPR guys with quarterbacks that want, you know, if they got it, they're dump, they are confident in dumping off the football to them. My, my play of the week is Brandon Cooks. Watch them go deep. Now, they'll probably go deep to Fuller, too, but watch Brandon Cooks have a big game. All right. Yeah, he's been, he's been solid this year. Yep. Way better than I thought. Yep. All right, let's go to the Washington football team versus the Lions mm. this week. I'm off the Lion bandwagon. You're off the line. I'm off the line bandwagon. Look, here here is the the thing with me is that I did I I still believe Washington will win the, this division. I really do. And Alex Smith now in for for Kyle Allen. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's it, I don't think that it makes a difference. It, it is you know, it's still a a they're kind of a similar quarterback. They got yep. decent arm strength. They can scramble a little bit out of the pocket. These two teams can't run the ball at all. No, they can't run the ball at all. And who who I am, am picking up on waivers, as well as Duke Johnson, is J.D. McKissick. This Alex Smith is the king of the dump-off. Dump <laughs> he just is. He is the king of the dump-off. And when he came in, he targeted McKissick 10 times. Yep. That's good enough for me to know because he McKissick was very un you know inconsistent with Kyle Allen at quarterback. Yep. 
and now you put Alex Smith in, and I'm, I'm confident with picking up. I'm going to take Washington in this game. I think Detroit is on another, you know, another season to five and eleven, four and twelve, mm-hmm. and I believe that that it's actually for the better of them because Patricia will be fired at the end of the season. You know, they're going to finish with a bad record. They're going to get a new coach. Hopefully, they re-sign Galladay. Hopefully, Stafford can come back for another year, and and they just got to they got to draft more on the defensive because Okuda's been a bust so far. Bust. A very it's a big bust. Big bust. And I'm not saying that he can't you know develop into a good player, but there are there's players after him that were dra- corners drafted after them that have panned out way better in their first season than Okuda has. Agreed. So, I think it's actually you know there's no reason for the Lions to be good this year. There's no reason. I think that another year, you know, what's another year to the Lions fans of, of being bad? And I think that Washington gets a win. Uh, I think it's low scoring and, and it's a close game, but I think Washington gets a win at the end. I actually agree with you. I think Washington's going to win this game too. You know, I think that their their defense is just playing really well. Mm-hmm. And while the two teams can't run the ball at all, you know, without Galladay, the Lions are a different team. The only way the Lions win this game is if if Matt Patricia I want to get Matt Patricia on the show because I I will talk some sense into him get Adrian Peterson off the field 50 year old ass off the field and put in DeAndre Swift I don't get it he DeAndre Swift one player you know they hit on him in this draft yep. he can be a very elite running he can be an elite running back in this league De- DeAndre you actually Swift, have to hand him the ball more than than four six times. times a game yeah and you it's have to give him three or four screens or three or four dump offs and let him do something in the open field. I don't understand it. I really don't. My, my play of the game is, do you know that the only tight end in the mm. league mm. that has at least nine fantasy points every single week of the year is TJ Hawkinson? TJ. So my Another cons- hit because he can. He is also a very good, a very good t- talent at tight end. Yeah. No. Offense is good for the Lions. Yeah. I mean, he's got five touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm playing TJ again. I'm, I'm actually playing TJ Hawkinson over Jonah Smith in both my leagues. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm riding the Hawkinson all right, we talked Packers and, and Jaguars. Packers are going to win that by a mile. Yep. Uh, Giants Eagles. Uh, Interesting won. game. Interesting game. Do you do you do you pick your your Giants? The the Giants are are like five plays away from being a surprise five and three team. Yep. Like like that's how crazy this season has been for them. They could also be zero and seven. I, right. I don't see them winning this game. I really can't pick them to win this game. The Eagles. Are it, the Eagles are going to come down? The only way the Eagles win this division mm-hmm. because Washington has a far easier schedule because of the last place schedule. The Eagles had the first place schedule. Yep. Eagles got to you know they got to play Green Bay, Saints, Seattle, the Browns, like Baltimore. all in a row. Baltimore, like no, they already played Baltimore, oh, yeah. but they got the, the Cardinals. You know they got to go to all these teams and, and play them. That's why I I don't see them winning this division and and Washington kind of squeaking it out in the end. And also because they have the type, they're going to have either. The tiebreaker, or they're going to be tied for their their head to head. Yeah. So Philly will win this game, but I think it's one of their last wins of the year because I think after this, you know, with the tough schedule, I think I I, I think that they are that this could be their last win. But I will take them in, in this game. So here's my thing: mm-hmm. in the last four, five games, mm-hmm. right, the Giants have lost by a last five games, mm-hmm. right. They're 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 two and three. Mm-hmm. In their three losses, they have a combined uh, loss of five by five points. I'm telling you, this so, could easily be a five and three team. I get that, and they lost to Philly the last time, 22-21, and had that and game had that one game. Yep. So I'm not a I'm not a believer in Philly at all. 
I think that Bradbury can shut Fulgham down, and then where do you go with the ball? You know, I'm, I'm. That's been the question. I'm taking the Giants. All right. I, I think this is the year. I have a buddy Wiley uh, up in New York that we bet every year a hundred dollars if the Cowboys or the Giants will have a better record. That man has been paying me every year for the last like half a decade. I think this is the year I am going to have to send that mother, you know what, a hundred dollars. Right. I do. Let's go to Bucks Panthers. Uh, Buck coming off that disappointing loss. I think it's easy for me. I think they bounce right back. Tom Brady has never had two bad games in his life. Totally agree. So I think it's easy for me. No McCaffrey. Uh, well, that's just even, it. Ma- makes that, it even easier. It's the only reason I'm it's jumping a different back team on with, it. with McCaffrey. Totally. And I'm and without McCaffrey, I'm taking the Bucks yeah. too. All right, but you got to start my big fatty Davis right back in the line. Right back in right the line. Right back he goes. Right back. Uh, Broncos Raiders. We're gonna disagree on this, I'm sure. Look, the Broncos. There, there's something about the Broncos that that just you can't figure. It. I don't. I, I can't figure them out because three and five and can easily be six and two. Right. Somehow they lost to Atlanta last week, which I kind of thought they played like better than Atlanta, and they but, still kind of lost. Well, they started horrific and played great in the second half. Like Drew Locke has to start well. He ends these games on a tear. Yeah. Like he looks like the the Tom Brady of ten years ago in the second half. Yeah. In the first half, he looks like you know, uh, <laughs> Dwayne Haskin. Right. Uh, he's just. And then I don't know what the hell is wrong with you know, one game. Gordon and Lindsay look like unstoppable. The next game, the two of them can't, you know, run two yards without tripping over their own feet. Right. I'll take the Raiders in this one, but I think that a a must even pick up because he might be on waivers, or a must start is is Jerry Judy. I think he's developing. Yes. You know, the last couple games have been Drew Locke's number one target. Yep. You know, KJ Hamler has been non-existent. You know, I thought no, he would be a little better. It's been Tim Patrick. He's been, been the other it's guy. It's been Patrick, and, and now it was Judy. Last yeah. game had, you know, 14 for 125. Well, 14 targets. He had 7 for 125. Yeah, but he had the 14, you know, the targets, 10 and 14 the last couple of games. Yeah, he's throwing the ball to him, yeah. finally. he, You know, somebody uh, sent Drew Locke a memo. Uh, we went really hard on getting you talent, and we picked him with the first, uh, with our first round pick. Can you throw him the ball, please? Right. Because <laughs> you know what? I mean, I remember in the first couple of games, uh, he was getting, if he got, there was, there were like, I think there were three games in a row he got two targets. Mm. Two. Crazy. Yeah. I'm, right. I love Ju- Jerry Judy. I love Tim Patrick. I love Drew Locke. I like the Broncos in this game. I do. I'm just, we're disagreeing a lot this a week. A lot. Someone's going to be very right. On, maybe I'm on, doing it so I could be the right guy. Right. On on Tuesday, on Tuesday, someone is going to be very right, and someone's going to be very. And right. I think the Broncos getting four and a half is is a steal. I wish I had a second lock. Mm. All right, uh, Chargers Dolphins. Yeah, Anthony this, Lynn. This game, this game <laughs> Anthony Lynn. This game is is actually in jeopardy with COVID because the Dolphins with some guys they put on the list today. I'm sure it will get played because the NFL you know doesn't cancel games anymore. Yep. But your boy, your boy, Ju- your boy Justin. I've been looking at this game all week. And I've seen Miami, who is, you know, how could you pick against Miami against a, a team that just can't close out games? Yeah. So it's it's very difficult because I think Herbert faces the toughest defense he has all season. Yep. But I don't think it slows him down. I think that eventually this Chargers team is due a win. You know, I was I was listening to, I'm listening to the the uh, the Snapback Sports podcast, yep. and we had Abe. we had Abe on. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to the pockets, and they had Austin Eckler on. Mm-hmm. And Austin Eckler was just like, man, we need it. Like, we just are do a win. We lose every game in the last drive. You know, it, it's tough watching from the sidelines when we just lose every on that on the last drive. And they're probably losing because he's not in the lineup. Right. But 
I think that they get a win this week. You do. I think that that two has been playing great. There, you know, there's no. I, I think both these quarterbacks are gonna have good games. I believe that these offenses are just very good. So you don't think the Dolphins are gonna win five in a row? I don't think they're gonna win five in a row. I'll take the Chargers. I think they are going to win five and zero. We're going opposite again, mm. and you know why? Because you know who the Chargers remind me of? Hmm. They remind me of the 2019 Dallas Cowboys, hmm. okay? Where they have the best yards offense hmm. and cannot put the ball across the goal line. Hmm. This team racks up yards, 430 a game. They're number two in the league. He is, Justin Herbert is the only rookie quarterback through his first seven games to yeah. average 300 yards it's ever awesome. in it's, history. It's awesome. But why is this team 17th in scoring? They can't put the red zone. They just they they crumble. shut down. They crumble. They run the ball. They pass the ball. They move yards. They're I mean their fantasy. Their their only way they've been scoring this year. Yeah, it's a big it's a big problem. Is is deep passes from from Herbert. That's right. the only way they've been scoring. Correct. And this is a game where the Dolphins have so much confidence. Tua's playing. Tua's just going to keep getting better and better. I. I, the Dolphins' defense is too good. They're not going to let Herbert score, you know, or, or um, throw for three hundred something yards again. I, I really like the Dolphins. I think this team is is playoff bound. Look, I, I'm not. I, I'm taking an upset with the Chargers, but you know, it's going to be a hard game for them to win. But I think that Herbert's going to do it. Okay. I believe he will do it. All right, and he's he deserves a win. All right, but, but I think that that someone you got to start is yeah. Joshua Kelly on the Chargers okay. because with Justin Jackson going down, Eckler's not coming back in the near future. They got Balage, you know, going in there, and he took a couple snaps last game. Mm-hmm. I think that the problem with with Kelly mm-hmm. has been Anthony Lynn was talking about how he's just not running like he wasn't, you know, in his first couple games with Eckler, he played better than without Eckler's minutes, yes. and that he hasn't been getting the snaps that he has wanted because of his he's just not doing a lot with the ball. I think you know this week he's going to get back back on track. They're going to need him because they're they're thin on the running back position, so he's going to. He's gonna have to start doing something with the ball, and I think that he's a decent, you know, he's a lower end RB two for for this week. In he, he he hasn't run for sixty yards in seven weeks. No, hasn't. He done. hasn't scored a touchdown Mm-mm. in eight weeks. Mm-mm. So you're 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 pulling one out of there, buddy. You're people, pulling one out of the old. Are, you know where? People are are trying. I'm trying to pull out pull out of anything. Okay, well I'm going the other way. The must start of the week is Devontae Parker. Preston Williams is out, and this this San Diego secondary is god awful awful and Devonte parker who went you know had uh six or seven catches last week for i think 60 something yards i think he goes over 100 this week all right he's my start a, it, it is a good pickup because he has been riding the bench on a lot of teams this year yeah, i'm sure so he has he's someone that you could target bills cardinals in our four o'clock games love this game it's a good game it's love another, this game the bills on on another you know prove it game mm-hmm I will take the Bills on the road. Wow. I'll take the Bills on the road. Wow. I didn't think you were going there. I thought you were going to go with your boy, Kyler. Uh, it's a close game. By no means will this be you know, a big win by, by any of the teams. I think no. it's a very close game. But I believe that that the Bills are another team that, that they, just, they, like, they just score. You know, th- this team, you do not want the Bills kicker. Like they they don't kick field goals. This no, team just scores touchdowns. Can and you even name the kicker? Is it still is Hushka? it still Hauska? <laughs> I think, it, I think I, it is. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I believe that the Bills are just going to outscore the Cardinals because the Cardinals' defense has not been good this year. No, 
So I believe that that on the road, they proved it last week against a bad defense. But, all right, the Cardinals' defense is the opposite of the Chargers. Or it's kind of the opposite of the Chargers' offense. They give up literally a ton of yards. Mm-hmm. But they are great in the red zone. Mm-hmm. They're like the sixth scoring defense. Like you can't score on them in the red zone. You've got to score from them against them from outside the twenty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I this is going to be a good matchup. I, I think. Look, Josh Allen finally got off the Schneid last week. If Josh Allen plays this week like he played against Seattle, they will win. If Josh Allen plays like he did in the previous four games, Arizona will take it to him. All right, I, it all rests on Josh Allen in my mind. I think that the Bills, you know, look, it's it's you always see these these games that it's it's strength against strength, yes. and one team has got to have a better strength than the other team's strength. Agreed. And I believe that this Bills team is just better overall than the Cardinals. I'm taking Again, the Bills too. I I'm with you. I'm Kyler, taking the Kyler Bills. Murray is awesome. You know, awesome fantasy wise is you know the best quarterback this year, and I believe that he will have yet another good game. But I think the Bills offense right now and, and the way they're scoring is gonna be too much for the for the cardinals correct all right another good matchup seahawks rams and this is actually a very a very intriguing game because of the line it is the rams favored by a point and a half yeah coming off home. the bye they're home coming off the bye at home and i think if 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 russell wilson plays great in the game against buffalo and they come out with a win this line is much different yep but it's not because Russell Wilson, after their 5-0, 6-0 start, or their 5-0 start, yep. has not looked like the MVP player that he was in the first five, in the first five games, even though he's still totally agree. probably in the lead, but he's he's not he's turned the ball over more. But and that you have the you have the number one passing offense, or number one offense in the league mm-hmm. against the number two defense in the league. Something's gotta give. Right. And th- th- this is the problem for the Seahawks. I believe that the Seahawks somehow are going to blow this this season up, and I don't think they're going to win their division. Whoa. And I believe that that the Rams, possibly if they win this game, you know, the Cardinals, possibly if they beat Buffalo, can can jump up over the, the Seahawks. But the yep. defense is just – if the defense can – you know, the de- this defense is going to be – you know, it's going to play as, as bend, don't break as it can possibly play. And if it breaks – which it has most of the season. Yeah. Russell Wilson has to be perfect, and you've seen games like last game where you turn the ball over four times. They can't possibly. It's impossible to win. Impossible to win. Agreed. And I believe that Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, are going to be too much to handle for the Seahawks, and they're going to drop their second in a row. Wow. And I believe Jared Goff comes back after a terrible game against the Dolphins before the bye. Yep. And I believe he comes back, and and I think they 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 upset the Seahawks, which is really not an upset because they're favored. Right. But so. I, I was I've been flip flopping on this game all day. Mm. I, my first inclination was take Seattle. Like I'm I'm gonna bet that Pete Carroll makes adjustments. That Jamal Adams is is another week back from the injury and and will play better. And that Russell Wilson will just will this team and score just score more points than the Rams will score. Mm. But man, then I'm like just thinking about you know Donald and that and. And just the front four and the amount of times that how many times did Russell Wilson get hit in that game last week? Was uh, it, an NFL record amount, right? Wasn't it like sixteen? A I, stupid I'm, amount. I'm, I'm shocked Russell Wilson can walk this week. Yeah. 
So I'm going with the Rams too. I, I just think we agreed on an upset. I know. I, I just well, really, again, they're the favorites. Right. But <laughs> we agreed on a team. But I think that the Rams will pull this one out. All right. Let's go to another four o'clock game. 49ers. Oh, and by the way, I need Cooper Cup to have a monster day. Mon- a monster day, and then also don't forget Cars- Chris Carson out the last two games is is he coming probable back? Probable to play. I don't know, could he be limited? Maybe, but don't forget about him. He's still you know he was a top five running if back. If he when comes he was back, that might change my mind. I don't think it matters. Okay. 49ers Saints. It will be over before the first quarter. The Saints, I mean, this is going to be... I'm sorry, but the 49ers should not be talked about the rest of the year. The 49ers are on their way to probably a 4-12 season after starting like 4-1. Yeah, maybe 5-11. Maybe, but it's just (laughs) too many injuries. The Saints Saints are Michael Thomas back. They look awesome. Goodbye. All right. Bengals Steelers, yeah, which we talked about was your lock, yep. And I have something to say about that. Well, all right, then, because what you got to say about it? I, I was thinking about this game, yeah, and I was like, the Bengals are better than their record are yep. record is, Definitely. and after watching a full game of the Steelers versus you know the Cowboys, yep, it was kind of a you know, look, you know, we, we wrote everyone was saying the Steelers have the best defense in the league, which I still believe they do have the best defense in the league, yep. But there are there's layers and their sectors to their defense sure their defensive line is the best in football by a long shot they better have, than washington yes okay. better than washington all right better than better than rams better than the rams all right. it's because they got four guys in there you know three defensive tackles and they got and they got tj watt on the outside yep. and bud dupree they, you know, they got five six guys on the defensive line that can all be you know starting on any team in this hayward is scary to it in the middle like like it's ridiculous yeah. they are they they are the best rush stopping defense in the league yep now go to the safety minka fitzpatrick has to start this season moved up to second on the best safeties in the league i believe he's ahead of buda baker because i'd be buda baker's three and i still have jamal adams as the best safety okay he is incredible he is that trade is oh. the one of the best trades in the history ever, of mankind ever yeah they, they ripped off for just a first they ripped the Dolphins off for that. But then you go to the, the secondary for the, the corners and the, and the linebackers. The linebackers are average. They're not great coverage linebackers. They they play very close to the line. Agreed. And they, they like to stop the run. Yep. And the cornerbacks with, with Hayden, it's not you – know, they don't have an elite secondary. No. They they are a team that is – they don't allow big plays. You know, you're not going to – you know. Joe Burrow's not, you know, T. Higgins is not going to have four 20-plus yard passes. Asia Green's not going to have a deep bomb. Well, because Burrow might not have as much time to throw. This Right. This is a team that's going to get to you. Yeah. Whoever your offensive line is, whoever your quarterbacks, they're going to get to you, and they're going to force you to throw the ball quick. If you can sustain a nine-minute drive with 15 plays, that's how you're going to beat this team. Yeah. You are not going to go down the field quick and throw bombs and beat this team. And that and And that's what the Cowboys, you know, they didn't get in the end zone enough. Yeah. They they had to, they were forced to kick field goals because this defense is they they don't allow the big plays and there's all there's there's so only so many times that you can avoid a sack and get the ball out quick with with you know and pick up decent yards for a first down so I believe that Cincinnati is still young and they're just outnumbered even though the team is is good you know yeah. the team is good it's better than the record is I just believe they're outnumbered and and the Steelers will find a way to win this just like they found a, a way to win last week. Whoever, whoever Steve Nelson, the cornerback of the other cornerback besides Hayden, is covering, okay, will have a big game. Mm. It, it, there are there are spots. Look, the Cowboys moved the ball against the Steelers. Correct, right? So there's no doubt. And 
right now, Joe Burrow's playing as good as anybody. Is is Joe and, Burrow going to put points up? Yes, without a doubt. He and between AJ up. Green, Boyd, and Higgins, mm-hmm. they will they will. You know, the only thing that's bad is is Mixon's probably not going to play again. Yes, right. But Giovanni Bernard has been playing pretty good the last mm-hmm. two weeks. And I've got like five guys in this game in my in my fantasy <laughs> league, so I need them to all score like a million points. Yeah, last week you saw Juju Smith Schuster come back to life yep. versus the Cowboys. This I, week it's Claypool. This yeah, week it's got to be Claypool. I don't, I don't buy Juju. Juju Smith Schuster is actually. I kind of am developing a a distaste. Like a distaste. Like wow. I just don't like his his style of play. Right, he's he's very like. You're so critical. He he doesn't. Yeah. With his if you're on TikTok. And you follow on TikTok. Like, that's all he does. And that's all he does during the games is does his TikTok dance. It's like, look, he's an annoying human being, but he's a decent football player. Decent football player, I agree with you. So you're but taking this, the Steelers and you're giving the 7 but, I want to know you're giving the 7 half. Yeah, I'll give the 7 All right, whatever. But I believe you're totally right with Claypool. I think Claypool is the number one target. I believe that, that Roethlisberger, you know, really just loves a kid and he's yeah. going to... He's gonna. He is ten, going to be the wide. I'm series. going with ten for one twenty and at least one touchdown. All right. Uh, Sunday night, Ravens Patriots. Can they move and flex this back to one o'clock? They cannot flex this game. It is gonna be. <laughs> Can they put the Bills game at, at, on Sunday night? I don't, this I mean, game's gonna be awful. The the Ravens are favored by seven, which is a little crazy to me because I just honestly the, that's about right because yeah. it'll be it'll be ten to three. <laughs> This this game is is more about are are the Ravens going to win? Yes, they're going to win. But this game to me is can Lamar Jackson actually beat convincingly beat a bad football team? This is a bad football team. Correct. Lamar Jackson should be able to throw for two hundred fifty yards and probably rush for a hundred and and easily oh, beat this team. That is not going to happen. It, I, I'm I'm not saying it is or it isn't. But I'm do, saying do you it think, needs to happen. All right, uh, more realistically, do you think he could throw for 250 and run for 60? I can. You do? I, against this defense, which has been really bad, that allowed ten dollars. Joe, Joe Flacco. Will you put 10 bucks on it? I don't want to put 10 bucks on it. I'm <laughs> saying it's possible. Because... Of, of course it's possible. I'm not asking if it's possible. I'm asking if he's going to do it. I, I can't see the future. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want from me. I want you to make a prediction. I believe he can do it, yes. I believe that I we believe... will win. I believe that that Baltimore is going to win, and he. I, I just would like to come back on Tuesday and say, "Wow, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore wins thirty to ten, and he threw two touchdowns and ran for one, and he's back on you know his MVP caliber play." Like I, I just want to say that for Lamar's sake, if he struggles against this team yeah. and it's a close game, or they even lose, Baltimore is is just. Come on, AJ. The, in pa- trouble. the Patriots should have lost to the Jets. The Jets I, outplayed yes, them. I know. All right, Baltimore is going to easily win this game, I agree. despite Lamar being horrible. I agree. Moving on. All right, last game of the week. Yes. Uh, Vikings Bears. Oh, it's not the Cowboys. Cowboys, no. We're on a bye. We're on a bye. Vikings Bears Monday night. Another. And you know what that means? Yep. Kirk Cousins. Oh boy. Monday night. Stop football. with them. Oh come on. This. I, and you know what that means. He's going to go off. Is when Kirk Cousins plays on Monday Night Football, he chokes, and he's bad. It's not 100% true. And they're playing after, you know, this is a perfect matchup for the for the Vikings because they come into Chicago against probably the second or third best defense yep. and another great rushing defense. And Dalvin Cook's been, you know, averaging 200 yards a game mm-hmm. the last two games. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's just not 
the matchup that that they want right now. I think they were hoping to play, you know, Jacksonville again or or Green Bay again. So I think they they go into into Chicago, and I think Chicago will win this game. Whoa! I think that they will win this game. Whoa! The Bears are somehow, like we said last week, they're somehow five and four. I don't know how they're five and four. They're the worst five and four team in the league. But this is a Vikings team. They were zero and five for a reason. They were zero and five for a reason. Okay, it's they, because the they were, defense. They were one and five. One and five. They were one and five, or or zero and four for a reason. Zero and three. Zero and okay. Get your facts straight. They were bad for a reason. <laughs> they weren't as good as people expected them to be for okay. a reason. In the beginning of the year, they played Green Bay, Indianapolis, and Tennessee. We were all playing really well then. Great. So why how many you... points? How many points did Indianapolis score on that defense? Twenty. Twenty eight. Yes. Twenty eight points for Indy, who is has, has one of the worst offenses in the league. Okay. So my point. Is they were bad for a reason, and that is because the defense is bad. Okay, but this other, is a—they've only played one bad game in the last five. This is the Bears' offense that is bad. Yes, they need to I, I, take David Montgomery out of the game. Mm-hmm. Take whoever is the running back out of the game. Put your wide receivers out there. Let Nick Foles sling the ball, and I believe they—I believe they can win this game because I don't think Dalvin Cook. Gets anywhere near his 200 or even. He's not getting 200. No, I think this is a. It's, this is, I think this is a great matchup for the Bears, and I think they win. This is a Bears team that's lost three games in a row for a reason. Okay, in the, the NFL, mm-hmm. if you score 10, 23, and 17 against decent teams, mm-hmm. you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota right now is playing like a decent team, right? I mean, they have got obviously the running game going with the Cook and Madison connection. Justin Jefferson and Thielen are are playing great. You know, Kirk Cousins is playing game manager. Right now, I don't I don't see how you could possibly pick the Bears. I, I don't there's nothing about the Bears other than a decent defense that'll keep the game close, but there's nothing about that offense that scares me. I am not I, I absolutely positively, even though I have Dalvin Cook on my team, he is not getting two hundred yards on this defense. This is a game Kirk that Kirk Cousins is going to have to throw the ball more than nine times. Look, I even I totally forgot about that. That was my next point. Is Kirk Cousins on Monday night? How can you take Kirk Cousins on Monday night? He is the ultimate terrible player on Monday night. Oh, those are stupid stats. Stats? Really? You're the stat guy, and you're talking about stupid stats? (laughs) That one's a stupid one. It's not a stupid one for me when they lose. I take Minnesota. And? Yes. A even crazier. I'm I'm going crazy with fantasy this week with okay. guys you know that you never heard of. Never. But heard we're of. in that type. You know we're in that time of year where you gotta you gotta dig deep. Dig. The you know players are injured. Dig. You gotta, you gotta try to make these. I, I'm in a league right now. I'm three and six. I'll admit it. Look, in, in, Irv Smith had two touchdowns last week. I'm three and six in in, in our one of our leagues. Yeah. You know injuries injuries have been terrible. This week I picked up five different players. I made five lineup changes. <laughs> I got bu- guys on buy. I got Julio on a buy. I picked up. Curtis Samuel. Yep, that's a picked good up, you know, some some guys on. I picked up JD McKissick, like I said, Duke Johnson, and one other guy I picked up that is playing in this game, who is on the Bears, who no one is is talking about, even though he's having a decent rookie season. And if you watch film on the guy, he is due to break out one of these games. Please tell me you're talking Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Oh, I knew it. Is actually is another rookie wide receiver in this draft, which is this draft has been incredible this the best wide receiver draft of all time played at Tulane played at Tulane it was a fifth round draft pick yep. and if it wasn't if it wasn't for a terrible quarterback play yeah watch the routes that this guy runs on tape I guarantee you won't be disappointed he has had several blown pass routes that have been overthrown underthrown 
No drops, just underthrown, no. overthrown. He was targeted 11 times last week, only had five catches. 11 times and five catches for 43 yards. Yeah. This guy, you know, if they if they decide, you know, Allen Robinson has been a no-show for the last three the three losses that they've had. Yeah. If they're going to beat this this Minnesota team, they're going to throw the ball, and I watch out for Darnell Mooney. I think he can have a breakout game for his rookie campaign. I like it. I like it. And there's nobody else on Minnesota to take other than Cook, Thielen, and, the regular uh, three. and Jefferson. And if you wanted to play Irv Smith, maybe, but... I no. think he had a, he had a big week last week. No, I'm I, I'm with you. I I like the Mooney pick. No I, more tight ends. No more yeah, the tight Too ends. Tight oh, end. the tight ends are having a horrible year. And the Cowboys play by this week. We're gonna win. Are you taking the Cowboys? I'm taking the Cowboys. This is gonna be the this is the week the Cowboys have their best game. And the stupid ass Cowboys and Jerry Jones saying that they're gonna go back to Dalton instead of uh, Garrett Gilbert. Because Garrett Gilbert gives them a better chance to win. They don't want that. Oh, they don't want to win. Oh, this is what tanking feels mm-hmm. like? This is the I tank. Don't, I don't like the it's feeling. It's been a while. Has I don't it? like the feeling. Since 2016. I don't like the feeling. We got Zeke. Oh, jeez. Embrace the tank. Embrace the tank. The only tank I like is the one that plays defense. The tank Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials. On, especially on TikTok, I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment on any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to 1,000 followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search up The Sports Appeal. Also, you can go to my homepage, anchor.fm slash AJ-Teal to get to all the external links 